Hey guys, welcome back to the Far Better Podcast. It is season six, episode one. Overall, episode 86. Wow. Um, no, that's wrong. It's not episode 86. I've already made it through a hundred episodes. Uh, this is episode 107. Um, who would have thought, you know, that I would already mess up, you know, three minutes, uh, 30 seconds. There's a second mess up. Um, episode 107. We try to keep it real on the far better podcast. I am not going to start that over. I have been debating for a few weeks now, you know, what I was going to do as my theme for season six. I can level with you guys a little bit here because I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but for the longest time, when the podcast first got started, uh, back before Scattered Abroad, I basically just took sermons that I had written and I divided them up into three digestible segments. And so I would have the introduction of the first point be one episode, the second point be its own episode, a second episode of its own. And then I would have the conclusion and the third point be the final episode. So that's how I did all of my podcasts in the beginning. Then I left local work and became more of a, I guess, a hired gun. I travel more and preach now. And a lot of times when you're traveling and preaching, you're not writing new sermons every Sunday. And so your themes become a little bit shorter uh, because you don't have the, the daily grind of writing a sermon. I can remember the last time I was a local preacher, I went through and finished my final Sunday. My wife and I went home, and I remember instinctively grabbing my laptop to start planning the next week's sermon, as I had done for five years. And then it hit me, oh, I'm not doing that anymore on a regular basis. My, my job is no longer to craft a new sermon every week. And so when season five was over, Road Signs, which, shameless plug, if you haven't heard season five, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to it. I took one of my gospel meeting themes, and we went through that. It's not the first time we've done that on the podcast, especially not the first time on Scatter the Broad Days that we've done that, because season two, not season one, but season two, another shameless you know throwback plug, season two, we talked about... You know, the people cried why, you know, a Christian in suffering. And we looked at another gospel meeting series that I had done on suffering. Season three, I kind of went more guest related. You know, I had several guests on in season three as well as season four. I mean, I had only guests on with me in season four. I did no episodes by myself. And this is crazy to think that we, season three, was two years ago by the time this season ends. Season three will have started two years ago. So I got to season five and I thought, you know what? I haven't flown solo in a long time. I think it'd be good to do that again. And I hope it was good for you. I enjoyed it. And so I thought we'd do it again. And so I thought, what am I going to do? What am I going to cover? How am I going to make that work? 
I've decided season six, we're going to talk about my favorite sermons so far. And the first three episodes of this are going to be on a lesson that I did that's entitled, If You Could, But You Can't. And so as we think about the first episode today, if you could change the past, you would. And I want you to think about that for just a moment. You know, there's a lot of things in life that they creep in, they pop up, and you can just change them. A tire that's worn out, you just go get it plugged or repaired, replaced, whatever it might be. You can change that, though. I took my wife's van uh, earlier this year in 2023 to get what I thought would be just a plug for one of the tires. Uh, About $2,000 later, I found out, you know, you needed new tires. But I could change that. You know, it wasn't the end of the world. You can change an outfit that doesn't match. But there are some things that you just can't change. You know, you and I can't change the years that are flying by. Can you believe that we're coming up on the three-year anniversary of the launch of Scattered Abroad? I can tell you, back in 2020, when Caleb and I were spending late nights planning for the future and thinking about what we were going to be experiencing, never in any of the conversations did we think it would be this. It is humbling to be associated with such a great team of preachers who want to promote God, who want God to be the focus of their life. Man, they need to make you better. They need to make me better. We need to make each other better. There are some things in life that we just can't change. I can't change what the process of time brings. I'm, I'm getting older. I'll turn 30 during this season. I get it. Stop it. It's the oldest I've ever been. And I've never been 30 before, so, you know, it is what it is. If you could change the past, you would. But you can't. Think for just a moment about the horrible events that have happened in history. You know, probably one of the first two that you thought of would be the Holocaust or 9-11. The different wars that we fought. You know, the things that are discussed in countless history books and that are taught to students at some point in their lives. Some of you are getting ready to go back to school. You're going to learn about this stuff for the first time. We look at these events and in a heartbeat make the decision, if we could go back and change it, we would. But those aren't the events that I'm talking about today. Don't get me wrong, everybody would love to be able to, to with the you know, snap of a finger, 
Stop the Holocaust. Stop 9-11. Stop the wars that have been fought. Stop all of the heartache and the bloodshed and all of the problems that have come about because man likes to conquer man. But I want to get a little bit more personal. Would you go back and try to do anything differently in your own life? You know, there's a song, one of my favorite artists is Ben Rector, and he he joined up with an artist for a, a collab. You know, I think they still call it in the business. And the song opens up, it's called Back in Time, and the song opens up with her saying, if I had a time machine that went right back to you and me for a minute, I wouldn't get in it. And you think when you first hear that, oh, yeah, she's she's over. She's done with this guy. And then she says, okay, maybe I would climb inside and take it for a ride to that summer when my heart felt younger. And you start to realize this is a relationship that ended and it left some serious scars. It left some problems. Do you think of a relationship that ended for you that maybe you wish you could go back and do something a little differently? Yeah. Yeah, I think we all can. What about somebody you lost that you knew information later that you could have given them that you wish you could give them? And with that push of a button, you could warn them, you could save them. Would you do it? I know the answer. You don't have to tell me. The phrase that is often repeated over and over again in your life and mine is, if I could go back. And you know, I don't think you and I are the only people that have ever struggled with wanting to change our past. Let me bring up some scenarios here that were never told specifically in Scripture that happened, but I think it's logical to to surmise that they did. And then I want to bring up a couple of points from certain places that needed to happen, that needed to take place. You think Adam and Eve ever sat, you know, at the proverbial dinner table and said to themselves, if we could change what we did, If we could change it, we would. We would. You know, Adam comes in after a hard day's work, and he says basically to himself, you know, I just wish that this wasn't my story. I just wish that we hadn't eaten that fruit. I wish I hadn't listened to you, Eve. I wish I hadn't taken that fruit when you handed it to me and eaten it. Or maybe when Eve had dealt with the pain of child labor, Eve might have said to Adam, I wish I hadn't done that. I think it's very likely that conversations were had between the two of them about how they wish they could go back and change something. 
What about Cain after he killed Abel? He's sent away to be a fugitive. He's marked by God so that people will know who he is and what will happen to them if they kill him. You think Cain, when he was dealing with that for the rest of his days, ever stopped to think, if only I hadn't let my jealous rage consume me. What about those who for 120 years were told that there was going to be a flood? And there'd never been a flood before that's been recorded in the history that we have at least. It was not something that had occurred on a regular basis, if ever at all. And for 120 years, you're told there's going to be a flood. You're going to die if you don't get on this boat. People mocked and ridiculed. And then the depths of the deep began to be the surface of the earth. Do you think as that water was rising and falling from all angles, that there were people... Let us in. We changed our minds. We're sorry. We'll do better. And when the door wasn't opened for them, do you think as they struggled to stay above water, that any of them sat there and thought, if we had just listened yesterday, We wouldn't be in this mess. I think it is very possible, very possible, that that's the case. But the Bible does tell me about two specific people who were haunted by their past. One, because of consequences that he had made. Choices that he had made, I should say, that led to consequences that weren't going to change. And another who seemingly couldn't forget what he had done. The first person we're talking about is Moses. Look, he'd struck the rock when God told him to speak to it. Numbers 20, verses 8. And then verse 11, he was punished for that. As a result, he was told he's not going to be able to enter into the promised land. And he says he was 120 years old in Deuteronomy 31 and verse 2. And he's not crossing over to the Jordan. And in Deuteronomy 34 and verse 7, he died. He died. 31 chapters before this. Deuteronomy 3, 23 through 26, he had asked the Lord to let him into the promised land. I've learned my lesson. Just let me in, Lord. And God told him, no, don't you bring it up again. You think for the remainder of the days that Moses walked the earth, Moses regretted that day where he allowed his anger to get the better of him? when he hit the rock instead of speaking to it. Yeah, 
I think that's very possible. Consequences for our actions. They'll always catch up. What about Paul? You know, the Apostle Paul is an individual who genuinely, genuinely would not let himself off the hook for what he had done. We know he'd breathed out murderous threats against the way, Acts 9, 1 through 4. We know that he believed he was doing something that was right. John 16 and verse 2 says as much. There will come a time, Jesus said, when a man will kill in my name, thinking he does a service for me. That's the MCV, the Michael Clark version, but it's basically worded that way in the New King James Version as well as the King James Version. And on the road to Damascus, he discovers he's actually not persecuting people that are sinful people. He's actually persecuting Jesus, the Lord, the very one he thought he was pleasing, Acts 9, 5 and 6. He's baptized for the remission of his sins, and those sins included the ones he committed against the church. Forgiven, blank slate, washed clean, total safe state. Did he ever let himself off the hook? No. Not not seemingly, at least, on more than one occasion. Paul would write once to the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 9, I'm the least of the apostles who was not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. And he wrote to Timothy, this is a faithful saying, 1 Timothy 1.15, and worthy of all acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. What are you talking about, Paul? Uh, I've been forgiven, yes, but I'm the chiefest of all sinners. I'm not worthy to be called an apostle. Why? Past actions. What he had done haunted him. Haunted him. Can you blame him? You're thinking of something very likely right now, that haunts you. What is it? Have you been forgiven for it? If you have, why does it still haunt you? That bad, huh? Everybody's got something. We all want to change things in our past. We may have even been forgiven of these things, but that doesn't change our own guilt that we can carry. I hear people all the time say, you don't know what I've done. God, God, God can't use me as an elder or a deacon or a minister. Have you heard about the Apostle Paul. 
Look, if you could change your past, if we could change our pasts, we would. But we can't. It's called the past because it's passed us by. What a great way to start season six, right? Isn't that amazing? Aren't you looking forward to this season? Episode two, we're going to look at the next, you know, thing that we would all love to change, but we just can't. I promise this gets better. But the main takeaway that I want you to think about today is this. My past, if it's been forgiven, should not haunt me any further. No matter how much I'd like to, I can't go back and change it, but I can be forgiven from it. I'm glad we're back for season six. Remember, between now and next Wednesday, check out all the other shows on the Scatter the Broad Network, but also live in such a way. That pleases God now. So our eternity can be far better. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are grateful for your continued support as well as your continued prayers. If you would like to find out more about our network, please visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon. May God bless you.